Welcome, all you beautiful people, to the Where's My Hat podcast. It's episode three. Get ready for another exciting one. Here we go. So, do you guys want me to show you my drawing? Yeah, I'd love to see it. Okay. I didn't have any markers or paper, so I asked the child that I live with if I could borrow some. It's cute. What, like, do you think that that's what you would want to use? Like, I mean, if we made it like better on a computer. I think it would be great if he scratched his head. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. It was just a rough draft, you know? Like, the, yeah. What do you think? Well, uh, I like it. I think it's a good... It kind of reminds me of like like a, a bathroom sign, you know? Like the guy on the bathroom yeah, yeah, sign. Yeah, that's what I was going yeah, for. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, we should make it look more like that, like a bathroom thing. As the producer of this podcast, I approve it. Sweet. Um, we should we should still post that like online though. I'm yeah. Gonna think about it while I'm drinking my spiced apple Waterloo. Not a sponsor. Um, what do you think this guy's pronouns are? They them. It's they them for sure. No, oh, I don't know. What's your design? I want to know. I just don't want to assume his gender or their gender. My bad. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. What are you assuming? I'm assuming he doesn't know where his hat's at. But that's not a gender. Oh. What if his hat was like uh, by his genitals? I don't I don't like that idea. I have to be This spiced honest. apple water is disgusting. You mean just like closer to him? Because it's like at the level of where his penis would be already. If he had a penis. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know. It's up to you. It looks nice. I like it. I'm glad you put work into it. <laughs> I put thought into it and then I just like scribbled it out. But I think my favorite part is the thought bubble. Yeah, I like the thought bubble. It kind of reminds me of like, whose line is it anyways? Oh, yeah. And we should also probably like put our name somewhere on it too. Like, you know, hosted by blah, blah, blah. Like either at the top or bottom. I mean, it'd be spaced out differently when we remake it, you know. Right, right. Yeah. I dig it. I like the purple. I like the yellow. I like the hat. It works. So this is what you guys want to go with? What do you think, Brandon? I like it. I think at first you should, honestly, we should just take a picture of this, take mm -hmm. a picture of the picture, mm -hmm. if you will, and then I'll just Photoshop around and make it a square. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. And then eventually we could, like, graphic it out. Yeah, I agree. I mean... Would that be the easiest way to go, or could we just like? I think it would just give it a cool look because it's like drawn with. You'd see the marker lines, and how it's drawn, you know. Oh, okay. Or whatever. It's just my opinion. Yeah. I just feel like it's a really bad drawing. Well, <laughs> for the listeners at home, it's a like a not a stick figure, but like when you look at the men's and women's restroom figures. It's like that, and they're kind of <laughs> shrugging, and then there's a, a bubble that says, where's my hat? 
And then there's a hat on a table right next to him. Hey, I have an idea. Yeah. Brandon, I don't think it would be a bad idea to have you on a splitter. Uh, To the listeners at home, he nodded his head and tipped his drink, so... Anyways, I think it is a nice drawing. I think it's a really good concept. And for a beginning, it's not a bad idea. I really like the yellow. I really like the purple. Um, I really like the sketch idea. And I really do like the letters. Are you a really good, um, are you really good with handwriting? Like, can you be a calligrapher? No, no, I'm a, I have terrible handwriting. I tried really hard on this to make it look decent. Oh, Okay. Well, I think it's better than my handwriting. I bet you could do that if if you were really concentrating hard. To listeners at home, uh, Brandon just put a whole freaking sandwich in his mouth at once. And wow. now he's trying not to choke as he's laughing at his own critical error. I just have to I just have to say, I'm sorry. We're sober. <laughs> and we're all sober. So that's why this is so fucking boring. Already, oh, you're right. We need to do shots. Oh my gosh! Get I don't on this know. drink fast. Should we? This energy drink is mixed with rum because I didn't want to uh, fall asleep while talking to you. Because I'm so boring. Only sober. Right. Okay. <laughs> Should we do shots? Wait before we get started. I mean, I have shots, food, so. We should talk about something else. Okay, to see how that goes. Yeah, one more thing before we talk about your drawing. Or after we talk about your drawing, sorry. Okay, because I was like, yeah, we already did that. I don't really need to revisit it. I appreciate the compliments. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm happy that you guys like it. Yeah. So last time uh, you asked me uh, something like why I became a comedian or how that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. So same question, but to you. Why did I become a comedian? Yeah. So I've always like liked comedy. Like I watched a lot of comedy growing up. I even have like jokes that I wrote from when I was like a teenager. And looking back at it, they were pretty bad. And um, I don't know. I became a mom and um, I was dating a musician. And I was just like, you know, I need my thing. You know, I need something that makes me me. And not just a mom and or a girlfriend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't like those moms that don't have a personality. They're just there to cook, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those moms bore the crap out of me. And I felt like I was becoming one of those. So, I was just like, let me find a hobby that, you know, suits me and helps me develop a personality. So, so you became a comedian because you didn't want to be a boring mom. Basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because before I became a mom, I was kind of a partier. Mm. I was really into my party phase. What kind of parties? Costume parties. <laughs> tea parties. <laughs> you know, the good stuff. Um, I would just hang out with friends and go to bars and stuff. And then, like, you, when you become a mom, like when I became a mom, you kind of lose your sense of self a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you, because you... You love your child so much, you lose your sense of love for yourself. So you have to re, 
learn how to love yourself. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's why I became a comedian because I wanted something that I had that was mine and it was something that I loved. And I've always loved comedy. Like it was always something that I watched, always something I critiqued, always something that I thought I could do. Sometimes, sometimes I didn't think I could do it. Like when I saw, like when I was 17, I would see like Bo Burnham and I'd just be like, this fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Because like he's, you were jealous? Yeah, he's yeah. so fucking talented. And here yeah. I am just like, you know, the thing about da 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 da. You know what I mean? But I would practice. I had a karaoke machine. I would practice my sets on the karaoke machine and see if it was any funny, like if it was funny or not. Like to yourself? To myself. Was it funny? I thought so. That's good. That at least you thought that. And like I would say those you know, those kind of jokes, like parts of them, like when I meet new people, like when I was 16, 17, and they'd laugh. Mm. So, I went with it. Cool. So, yeah. And then you said you became a comedian because because of my pubes. Oh, because of your pubes. <laughs> That's right. Someone pointed out my pubes to me and it was traumatic and I had to Sounds like a fortune beamster bit. I had to put myself in the most vulnerable position that I could. Just like spread eagle, just like checking out <laughs> cubes. Like metaphorically on stage. And when you went on stage for the first time, how'd you feel after you you did your bit, your set? Um I guess I felt normal, like that was the right decision. I'm on the right track. I'm going to keep doing this now. You know? Because it, it was like I already knew it was going to be great. And it was. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up. Isn't it though? No, I mean, I'm sure I felt like the same amount of like good that I feel like even now when I have a good set and get off stage, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I think the people who like have a really bad set for their first time and then go back to doing it, like those people scare me. You know what I mean? Like what is is it because they have something where they're like, oh, I could have done that better? Or is it because they just enjoy the the torture of having a bomb time? You know what I mean? I enjoy bombing. Do you enjoy bombing? In like a sick way. Uh, Tell me more. Well, I mean, it's just like the idea that I can shit the bed on stage and then get off stage and really nothing has changed. Oh. Does that make sense? Why didn't you tell me that when I bombed? Didn't I? You did not. What did I tell you? You didn't tell me anything. You just listened to me like freak out afterwards because I choked so hard. I don't remember this. You don't remember this? When was this? This was at graffiti. It was like the second, it was like the first time when you talked. Like after you said, you're a lesbian. The next day I went to graffiti and then you were like... I think it was like a week later or like two weeks later. I swear it was like the very next day. Mm -hmm. It felt like the very next day. But you might be right. Because the only days that you remember are the ones that I'm in. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yeah. um, I went to go like (coughs) freak out because I bombed so bad. And then like you came out and then you said something about like... You know, it's not about them. Which in my mind, that didn't make any fucking sense. Like the whole idea of 
doing comedy is just make them laugh. You know what I mean? What else did I say? I don't remember the details. It was something about that, and then, you know, like, it's kind of the the audience's fault because they weren't receptive to you. Like, that, they that weren't... sometimes the case. Yeah, yeah. I get that now. I think it's... But I was, like, so new. It was, like, probably my fourth time on stage or whatever. I was just, like, choking and just dealing with it. And, like, listening back, it was the first time I recorded a set. And listening back, I actually did get laughs. Mm. It's just a smaller room, so I'm not used to being so not as noisy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like an exchange of energy, you know? If, like, yeah, you do have to, like, start off on, like, your best foot, but then the audience has to respond accordingly. And if they don't, then, like, you'll lose that um, that passion to try to keep doing well. And you'll just get, like, scared and fuck up even more. Dude. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So it's like a it's like a give and take relationship every time. Right. Like, when I do well, it's because I start off well, the audience reacts well, and then I keep going well. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely learn, like, no matter what, like, I have to be confident. Even if I said something that was really stupid or whatever, like I have to stay confident in my set or confident in my next joke. So I do that now, no matter what. I think I do okay. Um, I would have to see you perform more because I remember like at least like two times ago, I feel like like at Summit City, you... um like you did a new joke and like you know it's totally fine like this happens to me all the time but like i could tell you weren't confident and that's why the audience like wasn't probably responding the right way right and like the joke was good but it was just like how you delivered it like you have to believe that you're funny and you have to be sure about exactly what you're saying you know right otherwise the, the audience won't think you're funny i i struggle with that like i i think like all the time like am i really funny am i really like doing something that is really good or am i just making a fool of myself (laughs) is this a waste of my time you know what i mean (coughs) sorry yeah that's never gonna go away okay good i feel that way all the time okay but that's that's why you need other people to tell you whether you're good or not I really do. I need as much people to give me positive feedback as possible. Otherwise, well, here's the here's the thing though. You can't ask them. I know that's true. Because if you ask them, they'll lie. Right. They'll try to sugarcoat things as well as they can. But if people just come up to you and they're like, "Oh my God, you were so funny," blah blah blah. I love you so much. I want to marry you and have all your babies. Then you know that you're good. Does it have to be exactly that? Yes, every time. I'm fucking up. I don't <laughs> get that ever. <laughs> I do. I, you know, I feel bad because I do that to other people, all, all the other comics, all the time. Because I feel like, you know, especially if they do bomb, I want to be like, "Hey, this is what I liked about your set." Even if it wasn't like a great set, that way they feel like their dreams aren't completely crushed. You know what I mean? Well, you also have to remember that you're the new kid. True. 
And so they don't need your approval. They don't. They really don't. They don't give a shit what you have to say yet. But I like saying it. Like, I know Uh, I think about that, too. Like, I talk about how, like, (laughs) this is what I liked about your set. This is what I think about it. And I'm just, like, thinking to myself, I've only done this, like, maybe 12 times. Like, what the fuck am I saying to matter to these people? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. they've had good laughs. They've had paid gigs. And here I am just being like, um, this is all right, but I think you could work on it. Like, who gives a shit? You know and what I mean? That's not your place at all to tell someone what they didn't do well. Right. That's like the worst thing you can do. I know. I'm really drunk when I say those things. That's yeah. what I want to blame it on. But, you know, whatever. Well, work on that. I know. <laughs> Really, I just, I, I, I really do just try and give positive feedback because I, I think, I think it's important. I think it's important for everybody to know what they, what I liked about it at least. Right. But my humor is different than most people, like other people's humor. You know what I mean? Like not most people, because if that was the case, I wouldn't be a decent comic, but, nor am I a decent comic, but like. You're okay. You know. You're doing good. I have a sense of humor. So. Yeah, you do. Anyways. Well, how about you ask me again the real reason that I became a comedian? Oh, the first time wasn't right? No. I was really drunk. I just said something. What is the real reason why you became a comedian? Um, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. Like whenever I was a kid, like I always knew that um sorry, it's distracting. <laughs> I always knew that I was going to do something weird with okay. my life, you know, like be a famous person. Um, you always knew you were going to be a famous person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be a singer. Cause I'm terrible at that. And I knew I wasn't going to be an actor because I am also terrible at that. But. <laughs> yeah, I would say you are. No offense. Thank you. Uh, it's all right. I already know. Um, actually, the one time that I did act. uh was in a play in college and everyone thought that I was a great actor because my character was a teenager coming out to their sister. Oh. And so like, I was just like so nervous the whole time and that fit the character. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But anyway, um, now I'm a terrible actor. I, I thought that I might like be like a writer or like a, like a producer or like, TV shows or movies or like a director or something like that. And I mean, I still might at some point. Right. But, um, but then when I was like, maybe like between like 12 or 14, somewhere around there, the Sarah Silverman program came out and, um, like I would see like the commercials for it and I was like, damn, that's a hot Jew. You know, I actually didn't know she was Jewish, but I learned that later, but still, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, one second. <laughs> So then I started watching the Sarah Silverman program and uh, and she was really funny. And so then I started like looking into like her stand up and whatever. And um, like I had seen stand up before, like the specials that they have on Comedy Central and stuff like that. Uh, but it never really was like something that stood out to me until Sarah Silverman. Um, and I think. Like, it was just because she's so, or, like, at least she used to be so, like, racist <laughs> and, like, always talking about poop. 
you know that really resonated with you it really did yeah well because like i i grew up in a family that thought that racism was funny dude the jokes that land the best in my home are mm-hmm. racist jokes yeah hands down yeah it's not like i mean i'd rather talk about other things and we'll talk about like programming and stuff like that which is really boring so but like to resonate with the entire household bring up something that's really racist and yeah. just get that shock humor you know what i mean and that really gets mm-hmm. it really gets people going yeah when i was a little kid uh anytime that like my dad got something new i would ask him where he got it and he would just say oh i stole it off a dead mexican and i just thought that was so funny when i was a kid i mean the first time he said it i was like wait really because i'm you know right i'm a very literal person right right but then like every other time i was like oh this is a joke oh yeah when i learned how to drive there were some racist comments i'm not gonna get into specifics but like when i was learning how to drive my dad would say like hey you shouldn't be driving like that that's how blank drives you know what i mean i was like oh okay i'll I'll remember not to do that you know what i mean (laughs) so oh asians i mean blank you can take how you want no matter what if it's a minority like i could say women that's how a woman drives yeah that's true and you know i'd be like oh yeah i don't want to drive like that so let's 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 veer away from racism yeah it's two white people we really shouldn't talk about racism we can't go down this road again (laughs) again (laughs) (laughs) all right let's talk about sexism um (laughs) no i wasn't done talking about how i became a comedian sorry sorry. it's it's quite a story um so then uh when i was in college uh i um i saw posters all around for uh tig Mm -hmm. who um was in the sarah silverman program i didn't know that yeah that's how i learned about her to begin with um she's in the lesbian episode which is actually the real title is muffin man but like hardly anyone knows that because everyone just calls it the lesbian episode where Sarah thinks that she's a lesbian um, because she meets Tig and like Tig's a cop. And uh, and then Tig is like into Sarah and she's like trying to, you know, be into it. But Sarah just keeps, you know, fucking up at every turn because um, she's not really a lesbian. She just thought she was for a second, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway so i i saw like all these flyers on campus uh that that tig was gonna come perform at our college and i was like so excited um and then so i saw her perform and like i got a picture with her and everything and like i got like way more into like listening to her stand-up and stuff around that time and that's when i realized um not only do i love comedy but i can actually do comedy because how similar I am to Tig. And like, it's not that like I'm trying to be Tig. Like I've never tried to be that way. It was just like, I saw that uh, similarity there. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, if she can do it, then so can I. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then, and then one night I was uh, doing a poetry reading <laughs> in a basement. Um, and uh and I started talking about how I lost my virginity. And then, um, like, the people in the audience who, like, it was just, like, maybe, like, six or seven people. 
who were there, but they were like, did you ever think about being a comedian? Because <laughs> you should do that. And so then I was like, yeah, okay. And then like two years later, I actually became a comedian. You are naturally funny, I think. Like, even when you're not trying to be funny, I think you're really funny. I think that you're also funny when you're not trying to be. I mean, like, you might be trying, like, a little, but it's, like, still, like, it comes naturally. You know, like, I mean, I think it's, like, the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know when I'm saying something funny. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but it's not like I'm thinking too hard about it. Yeah. It's not like I wrote it beforehand. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I know, like, <coughs> I know, like, um, like, I did... Like, I was in theater class when I was a kid. Because I, I, I didn't think I'd ever, like... I wanted to be something great as a kid. Like, I wanted to be, like, an actor or be a personality of some sort. Because I always loved, like, late night. I always loved um, comedy. I always loved movies. Like, I always... That was always my escape from the world. And, like, I always thought that um, I, that's something I could do. Is I could put on a facade that... Uh, would resonate with people and um that dream really got crushed when there was an actress with the same name as me <laughs> oh yeah i'm sorry yeah i was like oh man that that dream is crushed i'll never be known for that but then like i really got into reading a lot and i thought maybe it'd be pretty cool if i could write a book and then i did write like uh an autobiography from the time I was 17 to 19 um, and that time frame of my life because that was a really unpredictable time that I think that a lot of kids don't know how to handle especially kids that like don't have a support system because um, when I was at that age my support system I I crash and burn like every bridge I ever had I burned so um, I thought that would be a really good um story for people to read but I'm dyslexic and I have other issues so like those <laughs> those books that I wrote those little uh, stories that I have are like in marker and like just all over the place mm -hmm. and reading it now it's like oh my god I'm so neurotic <coughs> not erotic <laughs> neurotic neurotic yeah with a little eroticism but yeah, that kind of that reminds me of a uh, Tina from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah, except I don't know. It was a really good story. And then I lost one of the notebooks that I had that I like, had the most writing in it. And then I was just like, oh, man, I'm just I'm not ready to have a story put out yet. So dreams got crushed until I got older, which is fine because it's not about when it's about how i think right what are we talking about about getting our starts <laughs> and figuring out what we want in life because i hate the idea of working at a nine to five for the rest of my life like that's just the worst yeah. idea yeah. i'm not and I, that's not something i'm meant to do no. like you know like you know i think everyone probably feels that way maybe but the difference is the people who actually do something about it Probably. Yeah. Well, let's not tell the listeners that because we don't need the competition. Um, no, I think, I don't think that not everyone is great at everything. 
I don't think we have to worry about that. But I think that a lot of people are afraid to try to do something different than what they think they're supposed to. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And right. those people are unhappy. Yeah, that's very true. I gotta, I honestly full 100% think that getting into comedy has fed my soul more than anything else has. And, Including having a child. Except for, I was just about to say that. <laughs> except for having my beautiful son but even then like that's still there's still so much of me that's giving to him that I'm not able to feed what's needed of me to replace whatever nourishment I have to give to him that's so gross it's true <laughs> it's true it's very true Sorry. But, yeah. yeah I'm still breastfeeding just so everybody knows. That's not true. <laughs> We've had that conversation before, so I know that. Oh, true. yeah. What? So that's another great topic to have because I've been wondering this. Like, at what point should you not be naked in front of your child? When they're old enough to realize that you're naked in front of them? You think so? Yeah. Because, like, I had a babysitter when I was, like, six. Who got naked in front of you? Not in front of me intentionally. But they took a shower with their two-year-old. And they were like, that's just normal. That's just what happens. I mean, I guess like two is okay. But I'd say once they're like three, definitely stop. Well, definitely notices when people are naked. Then maybe stop. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but I'm in my home. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not naked in front of him ever. But I think there's like a stigma against being naked in front of people. And I don't think that's. Who's okay. naked in front of your kid? Nobody. Well, then how do you know that he notices it? So we were watching a movie once. Oh. And there were boobs on the television. And this is like okay. at a year old. And he was just like, couldn't stop staring at the television. We were watching. A, we were watching just a <laughs> Just so you know, it wasn't a, like a gross movie. It was kind of gross. It was a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken movie, which was the... Uh, movie that was made by the same guys who made Airplane and I never watched it before but there was like a lot of nudity and I was just hoping he wouldn't pay attention but he did and he couldn't look away I was like okay I need to change this real fast because Mm -hmm. he doesn't need to see so many varieties of boobies just yet you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so you only want him to know about one variety I mean I did breastfeed him you know what I mean? I don't need them to know what my boobs look like now. Like, I don't even want to know what my boobs look like now. It's kind of <laughs> annoying. But um, when I walk, like, I look like a grandfather clock, you know? Like, they, I'm walking I, one way, and then my boobs just swing the other way. Nobody needs to know that. You I, know what I mean? I don't know that that's true, though. I think that might just be what you feel like is happening. Without a bra on. Oh, okay. Because I waddle. Like, I, I don't do a normal walk. Like, I don't have a normal stride. I walk like I'm... A penguin? A penguin. Because my hair goes one way, my boobs go another, and my hips go in a completely opposite direction. I'm like a cuckoo clock. Okay. I was going to say something, but I decided not to. Oh, no. Don't do that on the pod. Say what you need to say. I was just going to say that that's how Jess walked. Uh, Mm Oh. I don't think that you would necessarily walk like her, but... 
She'd always say how she walked like a penguin because, like, I think one of her legs was like slighter, slightly shorter than the other one. Did she have cerebral palsy? No. Oh. Huh. Do you? No. I don't think so. I got hit by a motorcycle once, and really? that really affected my gait. Yep. Nice. Yeah, dude, it was nice. It was awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to work for a while. It was great. Got to catch up on some reading. When was that? I was 26, so it was 2017. So five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when I really started paying attention to podcasts. Not podcasts, stand-ups, like more newer stand-ups. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mulaney. Yeah, I was thinking of him, yeah. yeah. I always see him, I don't know why. New in town, was like new, and I was just bust up laughing. God, I love Mulaney. Fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think you could do 30 minutes? Do you think you could do an hour? Me? Yeah, you. Of course. You could do an hour easily? I don't know if I could do an hour, but I could do 30 minutes for sure. I could probably do an hour, but I would have to, like, really write it out. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, look back at, like, jokes that I forgot about. Do you think you'd have to do, like... <coughs> you would have to practice that hour? Like, a whole hour... Oh yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would be thinking about it for a few days, which reminds me, actually, I'm doing twenty in um, like next week or something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. You think you could you could easily do twenty? Though, right? Yeah, I've done twenty. I did twenty on the boat. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this next um, gig that you have? Well, I know that Tenna McDonald will be there, and she's pretty good, so I feel confident that it's going to be a decent show, because I don't feel like she would do it if she didn't think that it was going to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You probably don't know who that is. Not in the slightest. Um, She's a comedian. I think she lives in Indy. Okay. Yeah. But she's good. Well, good. She's pretty high energy. Um, People like her. Yeah, yeah. She she always likes my pants, so like every time I see her. Do you wear the same pants every time you see her? No. Then what kind of pants are you wearing? Well, the first time that I met her, I was wearing um these uh, green plaid pants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I mean, you gotta up your game here and wear something really. Well, I just got a pair of maroon pants that have like uh, kind of like a design in them. So I might wear those for her. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Just give her something new to look at, you know? Yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Same person, new pants for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we play a game? Oh, what game? Shall we pick... A topic out of a hat? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I brought hats and I brought my topics. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'll have to set that up. All right. Now that um, Tig Light is setting that up. Um, ooh, I got an evil look. Now that, Sta- you know, honestly, I just forgot Stacy's name. That's why I said that. Ooh, I got an even eviler look. Um, That's all right. I forget your name all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, because my name is famous. So now that um, 
the lesbian in the room is setting up this game. Uh, the game that we're going to play is picking a topic out of the hat. And by the end of the podcast, we'll try and have a joke set up. So we'll, each of us will have some sort of monologue about that topic. And hopefully it'll be funny. If it doesn't, it'll just be a fun little exercise for us to work our creative juices enough to have something for later. Juices. Oh, juices. That's gross. Yeah. I don't think juices are gross. Like, there's apple juice, grape juice. But that's not what people think of. Snake juice. That'd be venom, though, wouldn't it? <coughs> snake juice? Yeah. Why would you say that? Like, why would you say snake juice? Like, what? How? That's venom, though, right? But why would you say that? Why wouldn't I say that? I don't know. Like, where did that come from? Have you ever heard the word snake juice before in your life? <laughs> no. But I think we should use it. I think it should be something that'd be a thing. Okay. I bet they say that all the time in, like, reptile shows. I don't think so. We should go to a reptile exhibit. That'd be dope as fuck. I need a new tortoise. Yeah, you really do. I know. I need something to occupy my time. I don't have enough going on in my life. Oh, all right. Is it my turn to pick a topic? Yeah, that's why I'm holding the hat at you. Should I say a prayer first before I get started? Um, What prayer do you want to do? God, save me for everything. I don't know. I don't know any prayers. I only know the Lord's Prayer, but even that's like rough. All right. We don't need to spend all that time on that. You're right. No one wants to hear that. I'm not even a Christian. Me neither. I'm really scared. Please let it be a good topic. <coughs> Nebraska. Oh, yeah. I probably wrote that down because I lived there and I just thought of it. I think I wrote down like three states, but I don't know which ones the other ones were. All right, I have a premise. Cool. Is it about me? You wish. Yeah, I do wish. I was so anticlimactic. Like, you could have just, like, said something. Uh, snowman? Oh, that's a good one. What God was I? Damn it. I got Nebraska. Nothing comes good out of Nebraska. What was I supposed to say? Like you said, like I could have said something. What? I don't know. You could have built it up. It's all right. Built what up? Fine. Picking out a topic out of a hat. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody, I picked the topic out of the hat and my topic was snowman. It's a good topic. I'm yeah. jealous of that topic. Well, Nebraska's fun too. Dude, what's your favorite? That's not fun. What is your favorite childhood joke? Like your corny like joke book joke that you would read? Hmm. dead air the only i there's only one joke that comes to mind lately when anyone asks me okay about jokes how many lesbians does it take to screw in a light bulb oh what how many i think it's three why it was on the sarah silverman program it's just been in my brain lately so I have a POF account. Mm-hmm. What? POF. Plenty of fish. Oh, okay. I'm not a lesbian. So I was on a... I have a Plenty of Fish account, which is a free dating app. 
Mm-hmm. And um, on there, my like my header, it says, how many lesbians does it take? Oops, wrong joke. But that's because I was in the bisexual category. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was funny. And but people ask me all the time, wait, what was the joke? And I say, I don't I don't know. It was just an idea. You just wrote it? I just wrote it. Wow. Yeah. Why do you have that face? Because. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay. What? I don't know. You have a face. I, I can't what did you- decipher it. Well, what did you, what did you think was the reason just now when you said, "Oh, that's why"? Because I didn't say anything. Was that the joke? Basically, yeah. It's because I have no fucking clue. It's sarcasm. Okay. I don't know why I said it with that infliction, but yeah, it was sarcasm. I just I feel like I haven't even mentioned you being a lesbian at all this episode. Like you, you have just you you've been the one just being like, "I'm not a lesbian." And you know what? I didn't yell that I wasn't a lesbian. I'm just saying calmly, I'm not a lesbian. Okay, but you keep saying it. Right. So I think everyone's going to know. Know what? That you are. But I'm not. If you keep denying it. But I'm... No one even asked you. So in the last episode, we talked about this. I am not a lesbian. (laughs) In every episode that we've had an episode, we talk about this. I'm not a lesbian because, like, I don't believe in, like, labels. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, sure, I'm, but I'm, I feel like you're saying it in a different way. In what way? And like, I feel like what you're trying to put out there is like, uh, like aside from like the stuff that you t- like say around it, but I feel like it's just like your internalized homophobia where you just want everyone to think like you're not a lesbian, dude. I know I come off as a lesbian everywhere I you go, are. but I'm not. But you are one. See. I appreciate that we have this conversation. It's about time that we get to the nitty gritty, cut through the bullshit and get straight to it. This is what this podcast is about. I'm not a lesbian. Lesbians think I'm a lesbian. Straight men think I'm a really attractive butch girl and bisexuals get it. Everywhere I've gone where there is a lesbian uh, employer, I've been able to get that job like that. And I don't, I think it's because I'm charismatic and I come off as a lesbian, but I'm just really kind of masculine. I'm just, a, I exclude, 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 exude, exude, I exude <laughs> masculine energy and I have really broad shoulders. So everybody seems to think that I am a lesbian, but I have sex with, I've had sex with men. I, um, I have a son and I Lots just, of lesbians have sons <laughs> and other types of children. <laughs> they have other kids too. Mm-hmm. I know a lesbian who has a daughter. But the point is is like I I don't try I just don't care about certain things and I was um I grew up very boyish and I took pride in like like I grew up thinking like being a woman is weak and it's not. It took me till I became a mom to realize being a woman isn't weak. But thinking that 
being a woman was weak. I didn't feel comfortable being a woman for the longest time. I've had drinks, but that's true. Like, because of that, like, I always exclude, exhume masculine energy. <laughs> exhume. Exude masculine energy. <laughs> but really, it's just because I just come off that way because I was a fear of being vulnerable. <coughs> yeah, I have that. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, you are a lesbian. And but I'm I, not. I am a lesbian, but I'm also like, I I guess I choose to present as non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I am non-binary, but like I have m- like feminine and masculine qualities to like both like my personality and the way that I look. Um, and I could lean one way or the other if I wanted to, but I don't feel comfortable people seeing me as feminine um, because yeah it does make me feel weak mm. and like lesser I, I get that I, I've had that for a long time like I remember being a kid and like a teacher would say don't you ever do that to her and it made me really feel uncomfortable because she said her mm-hmm. and I didn't like the feeling of being so vulnerable as identifying me in that way so you're probably non-binary too no, I'm not. I think you are. I'm not. Because like <laughs> now that I've had a child and I've experienced that f- part of me, I'm very proud of the fact that I am a woman. Right. And I am too. Not in the same way, but you know. Like there are very feminine qualities about me that I, I hold to. Yeah. And I don't care if I'm sexualized. In fact, after having a kid and not being sexualized for so long, I prefer being sexualized. Because after you, after I had a kid, nobody looked at me as like a sexual being. That's gross. Mm-hmm. I'm right. a brand new mom. Well, because like, yeah, you need time. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but still, it'd be nice if like before you'd get checked out a little bit. But then when you have a baby in your shoulders, <laughs> people are like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get that. And like, if I look out, but me looking in into where I was at, I was like, oh my God, I am an ugly. You know, I just felt so gross and unattractive for the longest time. And, you know, holding on to some femininity about myself made me feel okay. So, yeah. And I love being a mom. I love being a mom. Well, that's good. That'd be bad if you didn't. Yeah, that's true. That would suck. For yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, for Jeremy. I can't use his real name on the pot. I can't use his real name anywhere. Future Brandon, cut that up. <laughs> or just bleep over the name that he used. Yeah, yeah. But I knew, I do need to be a, a mom for him. And he needs to know... He needs to know what it's like to have a mom because that's a very nurturing quality that um, some kids don't have uh, are th- some kids aren't lucky enough to have you know what I mean myself included yourself included mm-hmm. it's like I had a grandma it's a little different but you know she still did the, like all the mom stuff you know like making me dinner and shit 
Sorry, I, I didn't think about that until I said it. No, I'm not upset about it. I just wanted to talk about myself. I get you. Yeah. So, Stacy. Yes. I'm just going to get right into it. Okay. You know why I think you always tell me I'm a lesbian? Why? Because I think it's because you're attracted to me. Oh, what would give you that idea? Because you tell me that I'm a lesbian all the time. I think it's just like something that you hope for. You know, um, every time that I hear the song, um, I Wish You Were Gay by Billie Eilish, I always think of you. I've never heard that song before in my life. That's a song. (laughs) You can look it up later. So you do wish I was gay. No, I know that you're gay. I just wish that you would admit it. But why? Why are you doing this right now? Because I feel like it's important to talk about it. Because you were the one that brought it up. Like the first time you ever saw me do a set, you didn't say, hey, great set tonight. Nothing along of those lines. You said, I think you're a lesbian. You didn't even like, you didn't even say, hey, my name is Stacy. You didn't say, your name's Kay. Nothing. You're just like, come here, as I use like finger gestures. Mm-hmm. And then you whispered in my ear, I think you're a lesbian. No, actually, what I said was, you're gay. No, you used the word lesbian. I remember. Mm, I Well, maybe you're right, but I remember it differently. That's okay. We can remember different things. Do you know our emotions <laughs> are what trigger our memories? <coughs> According to what I read, I don't know. That was a long time ago. That makes sense, I guess. So but like, also, like, your emotions change about things. Yeah. Well, dude, like... Thinking about like when I was molested, <laughs> deep subject. Um, like I remember thinking that it was something completely different when I was like twelve, and then once I finally like really thought about it, it was like, oh wait, no, it was just a molestation. So, I mean, not to make molestation something light to talk about, but I do remember thinking it in a different light as a, as I became an adult. I'm so confused. Sorry. I'm just... The point is, memories do change as you grow is my, over time. Okay, my mic is working. I didn't see the light for a second. How do you feel about Michelle Obama? Uh, I didn't like what she did with my school lunches. School lunches? Yeah, she changed the school lunches. She, just, just to pause for a minute. To me, I heard you say school lunches. Oh, <laughs> that too. <laughs> Yeah, those really are a damper. So, what'd she do to your school lunches? Like, your high school lunches? Yeah. I forget that you're younger than I am. We we, we weren't allowed to have Crispitos, like, nearly as often. What the fuck is Crispito? Exactly. Tell me. If it hadn't have been for Michelle Obama, then you might know what a Crispito was. Can you tell me what it is? Literally the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. Uh, I guess it's like ground pork in um, a really fluffy uh, chimichanga type um, tortilla shell, but it's like really long and thin. And then you like dip it in this uh, specific kind of hot sauce. It's pro- it's probably like um, uh, oh God, what is it? Ortega? Yeah, it's probably Ortega sauce that they would give us. Oh, let me see. 
Mm-hmm. It is really weird how Iowa has really good Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a lot of Mexicans. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. I grew up with Mexicans. I did too. Actually, my first foster family was Mexican. So. so it's weird that you don't know about chicken and lime soup then. That's true. I didn't know anything about it. I wasn't there for very long. But yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Hmm. Um, I do know that I know how to say certain words. Specifically cuss words. But that's it. Like It was a really fun time. And I really know about, I really know about like Catholicism as a result of being in that specific household. It's not the only household that I was at that had Catholicism deep in their roots, but the first time I ever went to a church was in that foster family. Dude, do you remember Bosco sticks? Or walking tacos? Do you know what walking tacos are? I know a taco in a bag. What is that to you? Uh, It's like either, well, it's like a bag of Fritos and then like you put the meat and like cheese and lettuce and the sauce and everything in it and then you eat it. Fucking best those are the best we had those too so i graduated high school right when obama became president so like i was that was the president that i missed the cusp of voting for so when all that came about like all the changing in the school lunches and stuff i already graduated and moved on to greener pastures so i feel bad for you stupid students that had to deal with that because we had Bosco sticks. We had all kinds of muffins. I didn't know you could put butter on a muffin before until I went to high school. And you could put butter on like a chocolate chip muffin or a blueberry muffin. And it was like divine, dude. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Do you know how high I was throughout my entire high school career? No. The entire fucking time. Like- I didn't give a single shit. And like I learned how to do like crazy little like arts and crafts with my delicious pastries that you could get in the cafeteria are you talking about like being high on weed yeah i was only high on weed well i didn't know if you meant because you were talking about food i was like were you just like high because you were so excited about your muffins no no (laughs) you know i just kind of you just kind of glossed over that i I also had home ec did you have home ec yeah did you go to home ec yeah dude i was so high during home ec i fucking loved it i was the best person to make pancakes it was the best they had us make uh ranch dressing and that did not turn out well it was sounds disgusting it was it was just like really thin and like not flavorful enough you know what i mean no i've never made ranch dressing before it was gross to the folks at home she made a face at me i don't know what that means i was exasperated that was my expression exasperated Cause it, like just because you've never made it before, you can't imagine ranch being like too thin and like not flavorful enough. So I never liked ranch dressing. Never. I did when I was pregnant. That was it. Mm. And even then, I didn't like it because I was told that that's fat girl uh, ketchup. So I was like, I'm not going to eat ranch dressing in front of people. But I ate ranch dressing all the time when I was pregnant. But other than that, I didn't like ranch dressing. What kind of sauce do you use for your chicken strips? Honey mustard. Me too. Do you really? Yeah. I was going to ask. I was either going to ask, do you like honey mustard or the question that I actually asked, 
so I was happy about your answer because that was what I was wanting you to say. I will um, switch it up with barbecue sauce. And if we're at Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. I'll do the Polynesian or the Chick-fil-A sauce mm. because they have so many varieties of sauces. I don't go to Chick-fil-A. You fucking lesbian. Mm-hmm. Is it because of what they've said? Of course. You're missing out on the greatest parts of life. It's I healthy can, fast food, dude. I can make my own chicken. Can you? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do that more often? I'm just never home. Oh. Well, you're going to need to do that. Why? Because either that or I'm going to Chick-fil-A all the fucking time. I am not going to tell you how to live your life. That's very nice of you. That is nice of me, but... Uh, no, if people want to go out there and be homophobic and be okay with that, I'm not giving them my money. I'm fucking doubling down on Chick-fil-A now. I will. I will eat Chick-fil-A if I get it for free. You will? Every time. Of course. It's fucking delicious, dude. If I get it for free, yeah. But I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. (sighs) I do love Chick-fil-A. I I don't give a fuck about their homophobia. Like, I really don't. Here's the thing. You're just not gay enough. Or at all. No, you are. What makes you think that? <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> it's the only type of chicken nuggets I'll give my son. Is Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. Because it's so... Like the difference in that meat versus any other chicken nugget in meat. Fast food wise... You can tell instantly when you take a bite. And I'll give you this. The my pleasure shit can fucking fuck off. Like, I'm getting tired of hearing my pleasure, my pleasure. No, I don't want to fucking pleasure you. I want my fucking chicken nuggets. Say you're welcome like a goddamn adult. Who's who's saying my pleasure at you? So Chick-fil-A's shtick is they don't say you're welcome. They say my pleasure. Oh, see, I wouldn't know that because I don't go there. You need to work on that. <laughs> okay. No. You need to be accepting of other you of know. homophobes. You need to be accepting. I need of to all be. I need to be accepting of people who don't accept me. They accept you. No. They'll accept your business. Right. I'm not going to give it to them because they don't deserve it. Why don't they deserve it? Because they're homophobic. What makes them homophobic. The fact that they, I don't know, saw like the guy that owns it or whatever was all like, oh, you hate gay people, and then you know. They were just not okay with gay marriage. They had a stance and they went with it. Okay, well, I'm gay and I would like to be gay married and I don't know why that's anyone else's business. (coughs) I respect that. I respect your stance. Thank you. I'm still going to go to fucking Chick-fil-A because shit is delicious. I think we need to break up. We're not together. Yeah, we are. Oh, don't like put me on the spot like that and then act like I'm lying. You're not lying. We okay. are together. Thank you. It's hard to say that on a mic. <laughs> well, then why'd you make me say it? <laughs> That's my, that is my fault. I have been drinking. But I felt like we needed to talk about it because there has been tension throughout this entire podcast. There's been tension in every podcast, but that was like our thing. Oh, that's true. We talked about this literally like 20 minutes ago. I know. I know. I have no (laughs) self-control. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, 
God damn it. Okay. This is not getting posted. Some of it is. Um, John Mulaney. Oh, good one. Dim- Don't read my thing. Dimitri Barton or Bo Burnham. Oh, my God. Those are like my favorites. <coughs> All right. So which one are you going to fuck marry or go? God damn it. Dimitri Martin, if you're listening, I love you so much. And I think you're an underrated comic. But you're gone. I have to kill you. I just do. Only because... No. No, no, no. I changed my my mind. <laughs> this is too hard, isn't it? It is so hard. I love them all. I have so much respect for all of them. I want to fuck Mary and kill all of them. Me too. Well, not kill Bo. Like, I really love Bo. Like, I would... Fuck Bo. I think Bo's the one I want to kill the hardest. Why? Because he's a fucking prodigy and fuck that guy. Prodigies are needed in this world. Okay, but like he makes me feel bad about myself and like I'm so far behind. He does make me feel bad about myself too. And I get that. But god damn. Like the world needs Bo. Yeah. You know, I was playing Bo Burnham uh, the other night. Um, when me and my friends were all sitting around because everyone was like hemming and hawing about what we were going to watch. And I was just like, you know what, you guys, I'm tired of this discussion. I'm just going to put something on and you're just going to deal with it. So I put on Bo Burnham. What? What? It was called what? You need your microphone because they missed that whole joke. What was the special? I, I, what, what? <laughs> I think that was the point of his fuck the naming of that special. That's pretty funny. <sighs> He's a genius. It's kind of like uh, like the Who or like the Guess Who. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or who's on first? That whole if you know, do you know that joke? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that. I feel yeah. like that's what he did. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Good call. I love that. I fucking love but, Bo. But I yeah, can't. I put I put I put that special on and then after a while, um, Lynette, my roommate, was like she was like, you know what? You gotta change this. She was like, I love this guy, but I'm just so annoyed right now. <laughs> I'm fucking serious. Like that really like Bo is so talented <laughs> in so many different ways that it is annoying. Yes. And like if he did die by a killing it would be a martyr for how talented he is. So I guess I would kill him only for the martyrdom of his talent. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be a sacrifice killing. Yeah. Like killing like like Jesus for comedy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like killing Jesus. Right. For, for people like me. So, all right, so I'm killing Bo. I'm killing Bo. I'm killing Robert. Uh, I, and then I would fucking marry Dimitri Martin. Why is that? Because I think I could handle him the longest. 
Because he's just a likable guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like a lot more even keel than John Mulaney, I think. Right, right. Like John Mulaney, I feel like (coughs) as likable of a person he is, he would get annoyed by me and I would get annoyed by him. Mm -hmm. Only because like he's really talented in his aspects, but he has... I mean, I hate to say this, but he has addiction problems and he can go off the handle and I have addiction problems and I can go off the handle. Didn't he also cheat on his wife? He did cheat on his wife. Yeah. But he cheated on his wife and got the woman that he cheated on his wife with pregnant. That's even worse. I know. I feel so bad for his ex-wife. But so I would say I would sleep with John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd actually sleep with John Mulaney, though. Because he's a talented man. You know, I'd probably sleep with John Mulaney. I'd like hold on to his ears while I did it, to be honest. Does he have big ears? He does have big ears. Or do they just stick out? They stick out because they're big. Mm. I don't know. What ears do you know that don't, that stick out that aren't big? People can have small ears that stick out. It's just how they're positioned. Name one. Um, it's mostly cartoons that I'm thinking of. See what I mean? Okay. Um, <laughs> but the, I mean, they're based on real people, I'm sure. I don't know anybody that has ears that stick out that are small ears. You know what? I think it's a gene that died off. You think so? I think so. Because like, who wants to procreate with someone with ears that like stick out? You know, I guess why we don't see it that often. Brandon has big ears, but you can't tell because of the long hair. Mm. Do they stick out though? I don't know. He has long hair. I've never seen him with short hair before. See, but you've seen his ears. I have seen their ears. His ears. So, where is he? He's upstairs. Hmm. We'll find out later, and then next time we record, we'll let the audience know if they stick out or not. I think they stick out a little bit. It's hard to tell. And that's another thing. John Mulaney and Brandon look a little bit alike. Mm. They have this Mm. same face structure. Mm. Brandon looks like Jeffrey Highmore, or Freddie Highmore, I mean. Who's Freddie Highmore? The kid from The Good Doctor, or Bates Motel. Oh yeah, I can see that. You know, he really looks like to me, hmm. Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. Yeah, it's like those two mixed together. Yeah, because he has a youthful quality to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's like if those two had a baby, that would be Brandon. So look at those two people's ears, and just imagine that's what Brandon's <laughs> ears would be like. Okay. I'll do that. So I'd fuck John Mulaney and I'd marry Dimitri Martin. And you? Same. That whole list would be exactly same. same. I'm gonna kill Bo Burnham because fuck that talented asshole. I'm gonna marry Dimitri Martin because I am not intimidated by him, but he would be fun to hang out with. I'm intimidated by him. I'm not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I'll fuck John Mulaney because uh, that's the only thing I'm gonna do with him. I don't want to kill him can you I want him. him I want him to be in the world, but ah. <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't marry that guy because uh, like you know all the things that we just talked about. So right, right, right. 
Also, he's probably pretty pretentious in real life. I'm not going to lie. Sorry, John Mulaney, if you're not, but I just feel like you're playing coy on stage. Have you ever seen the show Crashing on HBO Max? Or HBO? Mm-mm. It's, uh, it's a really good fucking show on HBO Max now. It's called Crashing. It's uh, made by Pete Holmes. And John Mulaney's on it, and he comes off super pretentious. Mm-hmm. And granted, he's probably playing a character, but mm-hmm. yeah, I could easily see him being like that. Yeah, I just I saw this picture of him one time, and it was just like the look on his face. I was like, oh, that's who you really are. Maybe, but yeah. I love John Mulaney so I do too. much. I do too. Like if he wanted, if he proposed to me, mm-hmm. I would take it. You know, I could actually picture you with Bo Burnham a lot. Could you really? Easily, yeah. What? Yeah. I think that is a compliment. I think you could be his type. Fat and mm. unassuming? What? 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 Yeah, Harvey was really busy right then. Was, are you... Was that how you were describing yourself? Yeah. That's a terrible thing to say. Unassuming? And the other thing? Chunky? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see being Bo's type. Only because I'm Brandon's type, and Brandon and Bo remind me of each other. Okay. Because they're both prodigies. Okay. Brandon is the producer of our podcast, and he learned how to <laughs> play. Baby daddy. And he's my son's dad, and he's uh, he learned how to play Moonlight Sonata at the age of five. And it was like, that's not a big deal. It's not that hard of a song to play. That's why Mozart. Fuck him. I'm going to interrupt really quick for all you people cringing right now. It's actually by Beethoven, not Mozart. And I started taking lessons when I was five, but I think I might have been 12 or 13 when I learned Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled programming. What else do you have written down? This is awful. Okay. Ted Bundy. Israel Keys or Richard Ramirez? Who's Israel Keys? Oh, I was hoping that you wouldn't know. You was hoping I wouldn't know? I mean, kind of. I mean, I'm a little bit like, I can't believe you don't know who Israel Keys is. Like, if you're so into murder. But <laughs> I also, like, it makes me feel kind of special. Like, I know a murderer that you don't know. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, he's my favorite serial killer. Is he? Mm-hmm. Tell me about him. Okay, well, he uh, had a long stint of murders. He had a job where he could, like, travel around the country. Like, his job was traveling. And, um, hang on. <coughs> Sorry. And he uh, he would um, plant, like, kill buckets in the woods in like the different states that he traveled to you know stuff with like duct tape rope like weapons like you know stuff to like gag people with you know just like whatever kind of stuff you would need it for a kill bucket you know what i mean and like he would like hide it in the woods somewhere and then um like whenever he was like on his like business trips he would find someone and kidnap them and uh rape and murder them and then he would get rid of their bodies in a way where no one would ever find their bodies what's his kill count it is unknown really i think it's at least 11 but like probably more like 
a hundred. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. But they they only were able to identify like eleven. So we got Teddy, Richie, and Keys. <laughs> Teddy, Richie, and Keys. That's funny. Um, but oh, he did finally end up getting caught. Um, okay. because he. Uh, kidnapped a girl working in a coffee stand and there was a camera and then he took her uh, credit card or whatever like debit card and was like while she was still alive um, like he got the like pin and everything for it and would like take her money out like in different places like as he was traveling where's his residency where did he live I think it was in um, the Pacific Northwest okay yeah I can't remember exactly, like, which city. Okay. And then what was the time frame? Like, was it, like, if I'm, if I think if, I think if I know who you're talking about, it was in Alaska, and this was, like, in 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, and he got, he ended up getting caught, and then. He was in his 20s at that point, wasn't he? Like, um, 20s or early 30s? Yeah. Okay. And. I think he committed suicide when he was in prison. <coughs> I'm trying to picture the face to the name. But he like um the his last victim, he uh like sewed her eyeballs open and yeah. like, would, like put her like in different It was like a help wanted photo, right? Or something like that. Like they were like looking for her or whatever, and then like he had a photo of her saying that she was alive. Mm-hmm. And he, she just he just like sewed her. I, yeah, this is like the latest serial killer that not that that we know of, but like that was this this grotesque. Mm-hmm. She was dead in that photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was in a gas station, right? No, it was a coffee shop. It was a coffee shop. Okay, it was like a little like coffee stand, actually, like a mobile coffee stand. I think. Huh. Who would you fuck, Mary Kill, out of these three? Hmm. Okay. Oh God, this is hard. I'm gonna marry Israel Keys. I'm sorry. I gotta do. He's my favorite one. I'm just so impressed by him. Um, <laughs> or at least I'm impressed in the way that he wants people to be. You know what I mean? Like if he really did all that. Mm-hmm. Because the bucket killings and all that, and like getting rid of bodies in a way where people like would never know where to find them and like not being able to identify him to those murders. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Cause like there's like tons of missing people and supposedly some of them are. Well, this was happening in Alaska. So it's really easy. Not just in Alaska, like all over the U S all over. Really? Mm -hmm. I thought it was just the Pacific Northwest. No, because he traveled for his job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with this as you are. Mm-hmm. There's actually this one uh, murder that he talked about that like stands out to me the most. Um, <laughs> you're getting all riled up because I'm talking about murder. <laughs> um, no, it was this older couple that he had been like, you know, like watching, like stalking. And then one night he like broke into their house when they were in bed and... Um, like you know he did his whole thing of like you guys better do what i say or i'm gonna rape and murder you and like they weren't really like taking him seriously but he did end up like 
he uh, like he stole some of their stuff but then he like relocated them while they were still alive to like a like a different house holy shit and like took them to like like he took the husband to the basement and then he took the wife upstairs and raped her and and murdered her and then i think he like shot the husband later like after he like listened to his wife being raped and murdered jesus christ yeah so terrible but then but the house was like abandoned and he like left them like in the basement or like buried them in the basement and then the house got demolished and so they never found the body so they wouldn't have actually known anything about this murder at all but he talked about it um when he was like being interviewed by the police because he had like um like he had stuff from them like on his computer of like these are missing people do you know what happened to them you know what i mean like he kept like those records and he knew that the police would like find that in his computer and so he assumed that they would know that he did it but if he didn't talk about it they never would have known what happened to them well at least they ever found out that's crazy that those that couple didn't have anybody to look for them no they did it was just he killed them in a different location they didn't know where they went yeah but (coughs) like they knew that they were missing but they couldn't find them because it wasn't like he murdered them in their home you know what i mean right how insane yeah well I would say that I would marry out of these three. Mm-hmm. Probably Ted Bundy. Why? Because like he was already married. So I know he can keep on a commitment. You know what I mean? He wasn't. I don't think he was ever married. He had a girlfriend. I thought he married his girlfriend before he died. He might have married a different one. Yeah, he proposed while he was on the stand. Oh, okay. It was probably to that other chick then. Yeah. Not Liz. Right, right. So now that I know that he can keep a commitment, I'd probably stick with him as a marriage. Um, I'd probably have sex with Richard Ramirez. Ew, why? Because I feel as though... That would just like that's the lesser of the two. <coughs> but you're gonna kill Israel Keys. Yeah. He showers. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So switch those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then like Yeah. I mean, if we're going to do a conjugal visit, visit, I'd probably do Israel Keys. Yeah, I, I would never fuck Richard Ramirez. He's good looking. He's a very Absolutely, good looking Absolutely, but he, but he didn't like take care of himself, so. I wonder what that would... I don't know. That's a really hard one between those two. I'm worried now. Why? About this. About this? Yeah, you're considering fucking Richard Ramirez. He's a good-looking gentleman. Yeah, but he also apparently smells like a goat, whatever that means. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Richard Ramirez, you're dead. I'm sorry. Mazia Keys, you're fucked as fuck by two people. Good for you. And we live afterwards. That's nice. 
Hopefully. Are you going to marry Ted? No. You would marry Isaiah. Israel. 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 Okay. I'm going to marry Israel Keys. I'm going to marry Israel Keys. Yeah, I'm going to fuck Ted Bundy. Why would you fuck Ted Bundy? Because I'm not going to marry him. Why wouldn't you marry him? I don't like him. What makes you? What makes him unlikable other than the fact that he's a serial killer? He's just like really pretentious. They're all pretentious. Mm, Israel Keys is like funny and like down to earth. Yeah, he's a great guy. Other than the murdering. I'm going to have to watch some of his interviews. Yeah. I just know about his murders. And just the one murder. Honestly, that's all I know mm. about him. Dude, so I watched uh uh I watched a video about that specific murder. <coughs> and then after that video came up, <coughs> there was hey, you may also like. And so I watched another video about like how a guy would sneak into other into women's homes. Mm. And he would just open their eyelids and lick their eyeball. Ew. I know. And he would record that licking of the eyeball. Like while they were asleep? While they are asleep. Did they wake up ever? No. I don't think that if that happened to me, I don't I don't think that I would sleep through that. Yeah, you would see the tongue hitting your eye. You'd feel it too. Oh my God. You would you feel imagine? someone opening your eye. I would feel someone being near me. What if they were on drugs? Like what if they were on Rufalin or something like that? I don't. On what? Rufalin. What? Rufalin. Yeah. I've never heard that word before in my life. Like, it's like GHB. It's the, it's the drug that, um, it's the date rape drug. Um, so what if they were on the date rape drug? Oh, like being roofied. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got you now. I've never heard it that way before. Um, like if they were on that and then they were asleep. Yeah. Well then Sure. How scary would that be? I'm pretty sure I got roofied once. Really? Yeah, when I was um, at After Dark. I think I was DJing. You got roofied? Mm-hmm. How I'm pretty you, sure. What makes you think you were roofied? Just like getting way drunker and like blacking out that made sense for like what I had been drinking. Holy shit. Um, okay, so I'm gonna marry Israel Keys. I'll fuck Ted Bundy. Because I'm not going to do anything else with him. But I'm going to kill Richard Ramirez. Because that guy doesn't take a shower. Um, What was yours again? I would definitely marry Ted. And then fuck Israel Keys. Kill Richard Ramirez? Yes, I would. Okay, Because Israel Keys isn't a bad looking guy. He's not as attractive as Richard Ramirez. But he at least takes a shower. Yeah, I think you'd keep it interesting. The thing about me and sex, though, is, like, I do need to be stimulated intellectually in some form or fashion. Oh, if you uh, had a conversation with Israel Keys, I'm sure that that would be not a problem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because my mind does wander a lot Mm -hmm. in different sexual situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I would need to be stimulated in all senses. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Oh, we forgot we forgot to talk about um snowman in Nebraska. Okay. Sorry guys. Okay. So you had snowman. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I had Nebraska. Hmm. 
Nebraska doesn't make anything good other than cattle and serial killers. There, I said it. What serial killers are from Nebraska? I don't know, but I imagine they'd be really good because the cattle are usually beef cattle. So, like, you probably have the best serial killers in Nebraska. Like, I would imagine that, like, the mafia would hire people from Nebraska to kill the people that are in witness protection in Wyoming. That's all I got. That's really all I got. Okay. That took me five minutes. I don't know how else. I don't know what else to do here. Five minutes. 30 seconds? Yeah, it's not been five minutes for sure. It was 30 seconds. Which sucks because that was a whole topic that we started at the beginning. (laughs) Snowman. Gosh, there's so much. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm like thinking about uh, Frosty the Snowman. That's so sad when he melts inside of the um, the greenhouse. The side of the greenhouse? Yeah, when he takes the little girl into the greenhouse because she's, cause it's too cold for her, but then he like starts melting. And then they, like, they put his hat back on him or something, and then he's a snowman again because it's magic. Oh... I guess what else about snowman? I just I get I guess I was just thinking like it'd be funny about like, you know, because how you put like the buttons for the eyes and then like the, um, the carrot for the nose. What if like you put like carrots for the eyes and then like a button for the nose? That'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty scary actually. What if that was like a different ethnicity for snowmen? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, what if the typical ethnicity is just the nose with the carrot and the eyes with mm-hmm. the buttons? But then we do, like, a specific snowman ethnicity. Not going to say a specific ethnicity. And then they just have, like, an a, like a different accent, you know? And they have, like, carrot eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what if you use, like, um... Like a jalapeno or like a, like a red jalapeno. Like it's not a jalapeno, like a but habanero. like a red pepper. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. For the nose instead of uh Have you ever put carrot. a penis on a, a snowman? No, because I haven't made a snowman as an adult. You didn't put a penis on a snowman as a child? No. Did you know penises exist when you were a child? I mean, maybe, but I didn't have the same sense of humor. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did you ever put boobs on a snowman? I don't think so. Huh. Oh, you know what would be great is a snowman with both boobs and a penis. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. Did you ever make a snowman as a child and it got like knocked down? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I've always made the most pathetic snowman. I've never been good at it. Me neither. <laughs> That wasn't really a joke. I was just like thinking about different snowman things. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't come up with anything with Nebraska. Only thing I can think of now is it ends with a ska because it's an incomplete state because it's so boring. That's the only thing I can come up with and that's boring. Yeah, I know. That's really a stretch. It ends with ska because that's where all the ska musicians are from. No, they're come from California. No, it's Nebraska. 
It's Lincoln, Nebraska specifically. What's ska punk band? What ska band do you know that comes from Lincoln? No, and I just was talking. I was just made all that up. <laughs> all right, that's it. Thank you for listening to Where's My Hat. Have a good day.